This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to What the Hops. We're on location at Resurgence Chicago Street for the Collab Beer Asian Festival. Um, yeah, I'm here with my special guest host, Rob. Hey, what's up, everyone? So you're going to hear us kind of walking around drinking these one-off beers that you're not going to get anywhere else, even though some breweries did can some, so you can get them other places. We'll kind of let you know which ones, but... Uh, yeah, we're standing in front of West Shore right now, and they made a uh, milkshake IPA called Down for Whatever, um, lactose blueberry, huckleberry, and vanilla. Hey, Josh. What? Is there a real huckleberry in this? Yes. Where'd you get the huckleberries? It's literally there's a little bit of huckleberry puree in it. It's blackberry, huckleberry, vanilla, lactose, with an extra boost of lactose this morning, and a guava. Sour and IPA one. Was it huckleberry thin huckleberries? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called we're down for whatever. Call Vargas. <laughs> Reyes. Did someone? So did, were, were you guys like thinking of this beer and you're like, someone's like, yo, let's throw some huckleberries in that shit. Or I were you just like. Honestly, I think we were talking about um, Tombstone. Yeah. All right. And somebody's like, I'll be your huckleberry. I'm like, we should put huckleberries in it. <laughs> did you know that Twisted Tea makes a regional huckleberry flavor Twisted Tea? I did not for, know like, that. The Pacific, for, for the Pacific Northwest. Oh, what the French. I know, man. <laughs> people people trade for all these beers and stuff. I just want someone out there to send me a six-pack of Huckleberry Twisted Tea, beer? man. Dude, this is so lit. <laughs> <laughs> I can really taste the Huckleberry. Yeah. This is a milkshake IPA that I don't hate, which is rare. Milkshake sour IPA. And I think the sour is what's doing it. Well, there's another milkshake IPA. It gives it some acidity, so it's not as sticky and sweet. Right. We got another big sour coming in like two weeks. Blackberry milkshake. One beer like that every month. Good. Like just crazy sour yeah, kind of so thing? Yeah, so there's going to be one like extreme sour every month. There's going to be one extreme New England every month. What, so, what's extreme to you? Like, what? What's is the sky the limit? No, no, no. Like the mingle one, not just like the old where there's just a little fruit. But I'm talking like pulpy pores. You know, Dunkaroos are coming back, right? I love Dunkaroos. Yeah, make a Dunkaroo sour. I might run into some licensing. I can draw you a kangaroo. <laughs> we'll call it a Josharoo. <laughs> We're out of it. We completely sold through it. We have another one kind of inspired by We're standing at fifth frame now with the draped in velvet. Not corduroy from yesterday. So now this one is uh, Imperial Brown with peanut butter, vanilla bean, cocoa, and uh, yeah. So obviously this uh, draped in velvet is probably a nod to Seinfeld. Uh, it's not not Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was actually brewing uh, the whole process of this? The, the, it was just as exciting as the coordination process. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thank you. Uh, smooth, just like the beer. This is nice. So peanut buttery. Oh my god, that's all peanut butter forever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is like Minnesotan. <laughs> yeah, so how was this? This is your first official, like, I guess, this is everybody's introduction to you guys. Yeah. And you, got, you, had, you had it at this festival of all things, which is kind of cool because, oh, yeah. you know, it's like a 
I don't know. Like, who's who, right? Of West yeah. American and surrounding area. A little bit of everybody well, here. So. We wanted to do it with the community. So, I mean, for us, we've been part of the Beer Geeks for a long time, and we've, you know, we've been obviously avid craft group fans and everything, and we wanted to do it with yep. the people that care about it, right? And we're trying to do something that's a little bit different. Like, if you notice, you walk around, everybody's got porters and sours, and we're doing something a little bit lighter. And we knew that coming into it, and we kind of wanted to do something that isn't necessarily basic, but is something that's standard, that people can drink, you know? So we try to shoot for a high alcohol content and mask that with an awesome like aroma and flavor. Um, and that's why it's called Hop Strolls Everything Around Me. So that's what we're serving here. I like the name. Yeah. <laughs> well, that we got to give credit to the to the guys who were with us. So all the brewers came like. Um, so we actually brewed this at Trocare College on their commercial equipment. All right. Because um, we're not open yet. So, so you, Eric Coleman probably helped the guys. He did. Yeah. And everything else. That's yep. cool. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so we wanted to do it with that association and bring people in and have that. So we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to create, and then we let them kind of choose ingredients and processes and said, here's what we would do, and then here's what you would do, and that's where the collaboration came in. So we're all about that. So any updates on uh, yeah. so, locations or anything yes. that you guys want to give out or no? Well, not exactly where, but... I can show you, I can show you the building that we're building. So this yeah. is at, so that's actually being built right now, um, and we're you know we're keeping it kind of close to the cup because of the competition, right? Everybody's opening up all kinds of like tap rooms and stuff, and we've had I don't know if you have been how long you've been following us, but we had some issues with our initial startup and where because you guys are going to be down in Allentown originally, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and we had a lot of pushback, and we had like a couple people from the community that gave us bad press because they didn't want another brewery, they didn't want any more alcohol down there, and we were trying to kind of say, wouldn't a brewery be great there it would be not just another bar we'd be closed at 11 we'd be making beer not just trying to be another bar you know so we're very dedicated to the craft and uh and they didn't want it so we decided to go somewhere else and we teamed up with a great team of architects and that's why we're creating obviously a much bigger place so on allentown logistics are a nightmare um you know and the community didn't really we held a couple of public hearings and the community came out and said we don't really want this i mean we had a group of people that said we'd love this and a group of people that said like the vocal minority said, you know, we don't need more alcohol in Allentown, which we understand. We want to be part of the community, not against the community. So, so we moved to a different community, and and we'll probably be at least halfway through building in this, this summer. Awesome. Yeah, we got a lot to build, so it's well, going on right now. So hopefully uh, everything goes well, and we can yeah. see you guys before the end of the year. Yeah. And, uh, awesome. Thank there. you so much, you guys. But yeah, well, welcome to the club, I guess. Yeah. You thanks. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, it's great. I mean, hopefully all, you guys start doing more uh, festivals and events and everything else yeah, and yeah, we kind of get to. your name out a little bit and totally. you know, yeah. make sure people know that you guys are around. Yeah. Thanks for coming by, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, we got a weird beer. They call it the Belgian Roundhouse. So we did like a farmhouse sale with Quebec East. I mean, I've never used it before, so it was uh, pretty interesting. Nice and funky, citrusy. Looks like you need one. I do need one. And we have two versions. We have a dry hop version and a regular version. Ooh, are we allowed to have both? Yes. Sweet deal. And I'll give you both the non-dry hop and then dry hop. Cool. Well, compared to trash stash. So they got a few different breweries here at the uh, at the bar up here, which is nice. So looks like they got Resurgent, Big Inlet, and uh, Big Ditch. So nice pouring out of the out of the tower instead of pouring out of the jockey box. So you guys have the advantage here being the hometown team. I you know, citrusy is one of those words when you see it on paper, it doesn't look like a real word. I'm not gonna lie there. You know where the water is? Yeah. The water is the station right in the middle of the hanging out box. Because you're just adding a Y to a word. Totally on board. Like it's kind of this is like got a, like a little sweet funkiness to it. Yeah, yeah. It's Funky bananas, a little bit of pineapple. Yeah, it's interesting. So how was it? So did you guys brew it here? Uh, we brewed it at Niagara, actually. Okay. We did like a five barrel batch. Yeah. So how was the whole process? Did, how did you guys like this whole process going through it and everything else and uh, working with it? Was it? Fun. I mean, I never. I mean, I know Mark. He's a regular. I never knew the other guys. A lot of them home brewed. So just talking about beer in general, and then. The brew day, they brought so many bottles of beer I've never had. I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do this. Thanks, guys. I'm not going to say no. 
know. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. We're always like that. I mean, the cuts and eggs, half the beers are like the snaps I do. So. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for next week, actually. Got some good stuff going there. The Teddy Graham beer one? I'm excited for it. That was sweet. And that mango guava one was really interesting. Yeah. That was like a beer beer with like the vanilla and fruit and everything. So that's pretty cool. Then, uh, what is it, the blueberry pancake one? We did that three years in a row because everybody loves it. So we just keep doing it in the winter. Yeah. I think eventually we'll make that a beer. Might as well, man. Yeah. It's gotten that response, you know. Do it. I did have did have my first Irish breakfast of the year downstairs before it started, too. So. What you think? This year we didn't filter it. It's it's got more of that like old school like one of the the original like like kind of more maple and everything else. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that it's kind of getting back to that a little bit. Yeah, we got to cut down the, the coffee. Like we did a huge place like a sixty barrel. We would have did the same, just scaled up the same percentage. But like we would have covered ten barrels worth of surface area coffee beans. So we we're like let's coarse grind it. Tone it down a little bit, a little more maple, and see how it goes. Oh, cool. nice. Yeah, no, I mean, plus this year you guys being open for the first war parade this year instead of uh, just having the space, you guys can like have a giant party. So. Yeah, that'll be wild. That's gonna be a fucking shit show. <laughs> the best way possible. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm standing over here at Pressure Drop for the beer that I helped brewed with Carl. And the rest of our team. Got Rob, Greg, um, Rachel, and Abby. We're all here. Carl brought some pop tarts, so we can eat this. So we brewed. Pop tarts, motherfucker. We brewed a strawberry milkshake IPA and threw some fucking glitter in it, and this thing's fucking amazing. So. I can't wait until everybody's pooping glitter tomorrow. <laughs> so glitter. You will poop glitter. Oh, you need beer. So, Carl, how was it working with us assholes? It was delightful. <laughs> seriously. Seriously, it was it was awesome. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't have asked for a strawberry milkshake pop tart. Couldn't have asked for a better situation to have for this whole thing. And uh yeah, no. We brewed a fucking banger. So we're just hoping to be banging. What's up, Brian? How's it going, Greg? Good. Good. Yeah. Well, you got an effective glass too. Yeah, I stole it from him. <laughs> yeah, he did. Robert, what's going on? I haven't seen you in like 24 hours, bro. <laughs> so how was the anniversary party yesterday? Long. <laughs> Very long. It's funny because I actually bought the four pack of this thinking I was going to drink one yesterday. I did it. So I hope this is good because I have a four pack of it sitting in my fridge now. I'm happy with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're good. The only thing I wish we would have done was uh, throw some maple in it, but yeah. No, this is perfect. Maple would be a killer one too. Oh, yeah. I really did. Are you recording me right now? I am recording you right now. <laughs> I gotta get you on it, man. Yeah, I'm down. No, one, one of these days we're definitely gonna, we're gonna come in and we're gonna check around at Beltline. Have some fun. Yo, this, uh, this would be nice in a barrel, actually. Throwing this in a barrel? Yeah, that's, this would be fun with fucking sitting in a barrel for like six months. No, it was like, I, I was kind of surprised when, you know, like we had the first meeting with our team and we're like, let's do a porter. And I was like, perfect. I mean, this time of year. Well, I mean, like, because everybody was, like, probably, the, the initial thought for everybody was, like, stout, 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 sour, like, kind of thing. So, border, okay, it's going to be a little bit easier and thinner to do, and it's not going to be as heavy. Yeah. Um, I ended up doing a IPA with Carl because because of the fact that we're like, well, let's not do a sour, let's not do a stout. Let's try to do something different. I mean, originally, I thought this was going to just be a New England IPA yeah, I'm surprised that there aren't more of that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dark beer. 
Which I don't have a problem with. I love dark characters. Yeah. NBA's are, eh, I like them, but it's like... You could, right. fu- you could fuck them up so easy, though. You know, and maybe and maybe that's what a lot of, like, the geeks were like. Yeah, you're, like, the margin of error on a New England is far greater than the margin of error on, like, literally, like, minimal hops and dark growth and all. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's missing something. Well, I'm going to throw a little bit of this in. For, for the week or two that it needs it, and then boom, you know. I mean, the, the coffee in this one, uh, we didn't put the, the coffee, vanilla, and cacao in. It was uh, like two and a half days before we canned it. Okay. So I pulled that much coffee out of it, right? But they were, it was, the coffee was, was roasted like the morning we bought it. Awesome. So, and you like, got you got all the coffee from Premier? Yeah, so it was super oily. And when you saw those beans, it was, and I'm surprised the head retention actually there is some because there's like those beans look like wet. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Barrel aged? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't complain about it. I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> That's a wonderful beer, too. Yeah, yeah. Sunday show is good. Sunday show. I'll take a look. I think I still have a can or two of that sent in my fridge too. And we're down to like three cases and a brewery. Nice. And we're all That's awesome. Well, cheers. I'm glad that this year's done well for you guys, and I can't wait to see what year two holds because you guys are like hitting your stride right now, yeah. I feel. They kind of worked out the kinks from like the first couple of months, and now like it's like boom. Oh, I did. Yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> so we're standing at in the mix right now. In the mix is a brewery ice cream place kind of thing. But yes, we make ice cream with beer. Where are you guys at actually? Barker, New York. So you're at the old Barker uh, Brewing Company. Barker Brewing Company, that's correct. Awesome. So you guys have been open for what? Like just under a year kind of thing? Yeah, it'll be one year in April. Awesome. How's everything been going so far? I haven't had a chance to get out there yet. Yeah, it's been going great. Um, We've been getting some tour buses. You know, a lot of people coming out. I think we even had some people come out from Toronto. So uh, having something as unique as the beer ice cream draws people out to that area. Yeah. Um, and it really is a beautiful area. The summer fall, you got all the shops, the, the wineries, the lakes right there. So it's been good. Really good. So what did you guys brew today? We brewed a stout using uh, strawberry puree, marshmallows, vanilla. Did you guys make a ice cream out of this too? We did. Awesome. We did. That was the first thing we did. So we, every beer that you guys do, you make ice cream out of, not right? Not everyone. No. Um, the IPAs are a little bit tougher because it accentuates the bitterness. Uh, you either you love it or you hate it. Um, the stouts, sours. I mean, I hop, a, a super hoppy ice cream. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, they, people enjoyed it, but not, if you didn't like you IPAs, you weren't going to like it. But... Uh, no, we, we do almost all of our brews in the beer, in the ice cream. That's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. That's a unique take on all this. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah. I mean, like, we don't have anything in the city that really does that. So, I mean, no, that's awesome. What's your most uh, popular flavor that you sell? Probably either our orange creamsicle. Um, it was an orange cream ale with vanilla that made a really nice, uh, really nice ice cream. We put chocolate in it, made like an orange chocolate. Um, either that or our s'more stout. Obviously, that makes a killer custard. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, why don't we try some of this? Got a little stirred up in the transportation, so the color's not there, but all the flavors are. I don't know, I kind of like it. Nice, nice and muddy. It's chocolate. It's <laughs> chocolate. That's all that matters. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're at New York Beer Project for their uh, pastry sour with blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, vanilla, and coconut called the best berry, the best. I'm loving the Seinfeld stuff. Me. Me. 
mean, I think it's pretty good, though. Seinfeld needs to come back. I think they can totally bring Seinfeld back. What do you think? I think I'm getting every berry that's actually labeled on here. Oh my gosh, it came out so good! Yeah, like, I'm like, okay, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, like, it all works. Like, you're even getting, like, that coconut in there, too, like, yeah, like, it's all, it all balances. She's, she's stealing identities is what it is. There ain't much to steal from me, baby, so that's fine. You, you inherit three kids with that. Yeah, so this, uh, oh, this festival's pretty good, man. Like, I'm impressed with a lot of the beers that came out. Like, trying to think of which one that I've had so far that is the best. I'm not really sure yet because, like, yeah, try them all. Know, like, everything's... Everything's pretty great in its own little way. Everything you I've know? had has been really good. Yeah. Well, it's good, right? A lot of good beer. Yeah. And there's a lot there's just a lot of creativity too, like yeah, yeah. involved. And then like that goes to show that like, you know, breweries in this scene can do all that. You know? Oh totally. Like if people had their doubts, this festival right here shows it's like all right. It just shows like you can put a bunch of people like creative minds together and you can come up with almost anything yeah and uh, it's a lot of good beer right yeah and you know cheers to the beer geeks involved that like actually like tried to like you know actually learned a lot of stuff and like realized okay hey maybe maybe beers like this aren't really feasible to do like all the time but you know what we can have some fun they're certainly expensive you know, they're fun though, right? Well, it's funny because I brewed with Carl and he was talking, he's like, if I wanted to package this thing, like I'd have to sell it for about thirty dollars a pack four pack. Oh, easily. Because of everything that's in it. If I wanted to sell the six I'd buy it to sell it for like over two hundred bucks. Yeah. And like people don't realize that it's like the amount of stuff that you're putting in and everything else, like shit ain't cheap. <laughs> you no, know? No. Especially if you want to do it right though. That, and that's the main thing. Right, yeah, I mean, it's got to be drinkable, right? It's got to be a beer that people like. Yeah. And if it's a good beer, then you can find a price point that works. Yeah. So between, how oh, dude, what, the past three weeks now? Between, what, the Brewers Invitational, Barley Wine Fest, now this? Are you going to be a Hop Fest next week? No, my brewer John's going to be there, though. He's off this weekend. He'll be a Hop Fest. we got some new uh, IPA coming out, so. Awesome. Pretty stoked for it. Actually, you guys were at a cast festival yesterday too. Yeah, we had a cast, but I was down in Victor all day. We had our anniversary party yeah. down there. The so. Destination IPA. I actually I stayed in on cast, dude. It, it, was, it was smooth. Good? Yeah, that's good. I hear. enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks when you don't get to try the beer that you make. You have no idea. Right? Yeah, no. It was it was nice too. It was it was nice because like it just Did balanced the out. Orange come through. Not as much as you probably want. Probably, yeah. But, like, it was balanced enough where, like, okay, you know what? I was worried it might make it too tart. No, and I think it kind of just, like, it accentuated what Destination normally is. Right, okay. Where kind of, like, it's like, all right, you know, drinking it in cast style and everything else, like, came out nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Cheers, man. Thank you. Chris, you want to be on the podcast? Do I have a choice? (laughs) I mean, you do have a choice. Fill this with coke, no ice. Okay. <laughs> Diet or regular? Which so, someone would get that damn nonsense? <laughs> am I going to die in a toilet drinking this? I mean, probably not because of this beer, but... <laughs> should be giving out badges. Right? Or Cadillacs. <laughs> I was going to start signing my check like the king. <laughs> but yeah. So, how was this? So, where'd you guys brew this one? This is actually our Baltic Porter from Lafayette, just okay. with some flavoring. So, um, so we always do a high gravity beer at Lafayette. We call it Teddy's Big Game Series. Uh, the first one we did was uh, Teddy's Big Stick, which was that 13.1% barley wine we brewed. Uh, then we did uh, Teddy's Triple, which was a Belgian triple, 9.2%. Uh, and then we did uh, this one we call Don't Call Me Teddy, which is. Uh, story about Teddy Roosevelt hated the nickname Teddy so when he was out hunting one day uh, all of his buddies got like a young bear and they tied it to a tree and they said hey even you could kill that bear so they gave him the nickname Teddy after that like he was a teddy bear not like it was Theodore Roosevelt right so 
Don't Call Me Teddy is like a little nod to uh, the history of Teddy Roosevelt and his buddies hating that nickname. So. I feel like Teddy Roosevelt isn't someone I really want to fuck around with too much. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally, I right? Know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we uh, we brew this as a Baltic Porter, just kind of a cool style to brew. Imperial Lagered Porter. We essentially took the grain bill for our uh, Roosevelt Rough Rider, our Rough Rider Porter that we brew year-round there. And we just brewed half as much. So it's the same grain bill, but we just added half as much water, which basically made the beer about twice as strong. So, uh, and then we actually lagered it, and uh, it's been sitting for a little bit now. It's starting to get a really nice, mellow character to it. Then, talking to the beer geeks, we were originally thinking about doing like a banana nut bread beer, uh, but the nut flavorings we were getting just really weren't there. They weren't working out well, except for peanut butter, which is, turns out is really, really good. So when we landed at peanut butter and uh, banana, then I was like, well, we could throw a little chocolate in and call it the Elvis sandwich, and Graceland Porter was born. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how it uh, came to be, and um, we're very happy with it. I think uh, the flavor is right there. It's, it tastes yep. like a beer, but it's it's great aroma, good good smell to it, good flavor. So bananas definitely coming out pretty good. Yeah. And like it's, it's funny, I'm getting 50-50, which means I know I'm right there. Some people are like, wow, I really smell the banana. Others like, wow, I really smell the peanut. And that could just be someone's taste buds too. You know, everybody's different with what Absolutely. they can do. So. And some people are just really like my mother would only smell banana in this. Some people only smell peanut butter. So. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those flavors. You know. I know it's automatically gravitates towards peanut butter, but I can definitely get the hints of banana on this. It's just one of those. Like, and the base beer is already so rich and like a little chocolatey to begin with that um, that it just ended up working out really well. So um, we're we're very happy with it. Getting really good reviews on it. So maybe we'll uh, we'll do a. Uh, a little bit of a limited release of the brewery with it too, just to try to help um, move it along a little bit. So awesome! So I know you guys got Thawfest coming up over at Riverworks yeah. too. You excited for that? Oh yeah, big time. Um, we're uh, we're trying to adjust the format a little bit this year uh, to get back to our roots. We have a lot of people that tell us it's their favorite brew fest that they go to. Um, the vendors really love how we organize it because I've been doing these for ten years. I know what I as a vendor want. So. When we started ThawFest, to me, that was a big thing. Take care of the vendors, the rest will fall into place. Um, and I think we've been really successful about that. This year, we're trying to do it a little bit more small, making the best part of a small format uh, festival like this one, where we have specialty beers from breweries. It's not just the, the distro beers that you can get at Wegmans kind of thing. It's a little bit more of a... Um, we're gonna have everyone bring like a beer from their brewery that they don't distribute. So it'll be like maybe one of their distributed brands, something that they that you can only get at Thawfest. And we're trying to open up VIP a little bit more to uh, be a little bit more geared towards beer geeks, as it were. Uh, so like I'm actually working with uh, the brewer from Other Half at Rochester. I'm gonna try to have him do like a guided tasting presentation on uh, on uh, how his theory on brewing and stuff, and maybe even bring a couple beers. You know have sort of a sit down like 30 person tasting up in, in, in the VIP area that you know and we're going to try to do that maybe like even get like the guys from Hudson Valley uh, uh, Distillery to do that you know like one of the best parts of Top Fest in my opinion is that we can have breweries, distilleries and wineries so uh, we have a lot more appeal because of that but I want to try to dial in what makes a festival that has only wineries great? What has a brewery festival great? You know, like, what can we do to just take all those, the best parts of all those, and do it in a 1,500-person event as opposed to a 100-person event? You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I think uh, I think that'll be exciting. Awesome. Well, cheers, man. Thawfest 5. Uh, the Thawfest strikes back. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, a good day to thaw hard, I believe. <laughs> Talk on podcast. I don't swear at all, so sure, why not? Oh, you can swear if you want to. All right. You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> but if your friends don't swear, then... I love podcasts. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, what was it like working with this asshole? Super exciting. I kept pushing Willy Wonka memes on him. Well, I mean, if we, we went with a Willy Wonka name. That's okay. We're okay with that, I feel like. Yeah, um, yeah I'm good. It was fun. Yeah. Party. Yeah. Where'd you guys brew this? You guys brew this at Chandler? We brewed this at Elmwood. So there's a full batch. So today is the debut. We're going to launch it in real life next Saturday over at, at all the locations, actually. And uh, yeah, be out in the world after that. Cool. 
Yeah, I noticed a lot of a lot of breweries are throwing the beers that they brewed today out out into the world. Uh, I know Beltline released it in cans. Hamburg did the cans. A couple others, right. and it's like yeah. Sadly, we're not going to can this one, but it'll be out. It's going to get out throughout New York State at least. And well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, no, you guys uh, released a couple of cans. Yes, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday yeah. we released Munted, which is a New England IPA collab with Skewed, not out of Watertown. Their main tasting rooms in Watertown, but they're somewhere like on the border of the Adirondack Forest, um, State Park, whatever. And then we released uh, Ultra Glide, which is like a blueberry lime vanilla sour. So yeah, Ultra Glide sounds very sexual, and every time I read it, I get a little it bit does. uncomfortable. So like, <laughs> but I want to try it. Multiple people have come up and they've been like, "Is that named after Lou?" And I'm like, it's not actually. It's named after a studio of one of my favorite that one of my favorite bands has in Cincinnati. Uh, but maybe it's Lou. Sure, if that helps you buy a beer, it's named after Lou. Why so, not? so if someone walks in, then man is like, can I have the Lou beer? Sure. Be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the Lou beer. Yeah. No, it's, whatever. By uh, I actually, it's it's funny because like everybody, like Mickey Boodle is a pretty hot seller, but. For me, honestly, dude, like glowworm, I love glowworm. Yeah, we just kegged up and canned up a new batch of glowworm last week or the week before. Uh, it's tasting awesome. Um, it's just kind of trying to keep up at this point. Mickey fucking crushes, and every now and then, when I get some space in the tank, we'll get glowworm in. But, I love seeing Drew's uh, updates on Instagram and stuff about like basically the fruit bukkakis he gets whenever he brews and Drew stuff. Drew is a. Uh, <laughs> He's a he's a social media superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you guys are you guys are doing great stuff, and I'm glad that uh, you guys. I mean, right now you're at who's who's down in Pittsburgh, right? Like, isn't uh, so Juice Mike uh, and Juicy our, our head of, Was that yesterday mics. or today? Yeah, Shatzel and our head of sales, another Mike, were down in Pittsburgh. Supposedly they're showing up here later. Were you guys uh, at Wakefest this year too? We didn't do Wakefest. We're heading down for Hunapu Day in March, which is going to be really nice because I managed to convince my wife that it was a, a vacation. So the company paid for her to fly down. We'll pour for a day. We'll have like three days in Tampa. Whatever. That's all the how the Mortales guys did for Wakefest this year. They're like, all right, we're going to go down and just yeah, work in Miami. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, like, whatever. It's fine. It'll be good. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Yeah. No, it's, that's awesome. Um, I do have to ask too. How was the whole Shelton Brothers thing? I don't think I've actually talked to you about it. With that being here and you guys basically being involved in like the host and assess. It was pretty awesome. It was um, it was awesome to hang out with people who have inspired me for 20 years to make better beer and uh, to brew with a couple of them and to, like watch people who I tremendously fucking admire drink beer that I made is. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Getting a little choked up thinking about it. It was <laughs> fucking yeah, no, yeah. I, ju- I just remembered it thinking because they just announced that they're going to be in Charlotte this year, and I'm like, part of me is contemplating. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should go. Yeah, no, it was all like after experiencing this year. It's like it's watching Gene Van Roy repeatedly order the porter that I made. I'm like, I don't. Do I buy him a beer? I don't understand what I do right now. I'm just going to watch this and be happy, I guess, that he likes a porter I made. I don't fucking know what to do. That's it was, awesome. It was insane. Yeah, it's nonsense. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. So, we're drinking the Stop the Boat right now. Rob kind of brewed this. I did. Willy Wonka memes. I really wanted to do it. Uh, Violet, you're turning Violet. But apparently there's, like, legal repercussions of that, and someone else also already had the fucking name somehow. And then it evolved into raspberries and vanilla, and, you know, I just wanted a smoky blueberry mess. But this came out pretty damn good. I'm happy with it. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice porter. Um, it's subtle. It's a smooth touch. It's like yeah, like, everything's, like, there in the background, and, like, I don't know, this is probably, what, like, the 15th beer or so that we've had. It's a soft caress rather than a firm handshake, which sometimes you need. Hi, everyone. This is Clint. This is Ross. This is Joel. This is Cutter. This is Tony. From Three Beers In. A proud member of Big Heads Media Network. Each episode, we review local Austin craft beer and talk about... Club of Bananas. 
references I don't get, and Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. So tune in, crack open a beer, and hang out with us. Find us on BigHeadsMedia.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, or on ThreeBeersInPodcast.com. This is the podcast. We're actually standing here with Joe Yeager, who was one of the guys, uh, one of the minds. Executive. It says executive. He's got a badge that says executive. He earned it. Hey, my name's on a poster out there. It is. It is. Sense of paper. I didn't didn't ask for that. It's there. Joe is one of the minds behind this whole festival, and I wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you for being here, but I I appreciate that. Uh, For for doing this, man. I mean, this this, this is, uh, everybody's having fun. Talking to everybody so far, they had a pretty great time doing all this, too. And that, um, and that was the hope of this, was for everyone to have a great experience. We're hoping if we get to do it again next year, that it gets, it gets even no, bigger. There's no if. You do it next well, year. You're going to do it next year. There's no if in my mind. There's but, an if. Don't say if right now. Okay. It's positive. When it happens next year, we are hoping to have double the amount of beer geeks. Not double the amount of brews, but maybe about 10 to 15 more. Uh, reach out to more Rochester. We'd love to even see places like Fat Pads and stuff get involved like you know who have a Dude. buffalo tie i would i would travel to new york city to brew with a brewer out there if they wanted to do this other half was yeah. almost in this year i think we could get them in next year with enough heads uh, heads up so yeah yeah new york city yeah there, we, there's yeah. a lot of people with buffalo ties uh and all over new york and, and all over the country all over the world exactly. really you know you can go you can go all over the place it's kind of a monster you gotta get out there yeah, yeah we'd love to make this bigger out. and better so with um I mean, basically both sessions. I know the second session didn't sell as much as the first, but yeah. it still sold pretty well. Yeah, um, overall we sold uh, I, before today about eighty percent of the tickets. But I know we had a bunch of walk-ins today. I don't know those numbers at all. But I think second session, um, yeah, it didn't. We had about seventy tickets left um, out of two hundred and ten, but still pretty good. Uh, Be a little bit laid back compared to this one. And yeah, we already talked. We said next year we'd probably do a four-hour event with one, just one session. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be the plan next year, but bigger and better. Uh, but it's been a blast. I love to work. I love to be, you know, working on some type of project, and this project has been amazing. And I've only had about 15 of the beers so far, but none of them were. Dump- I didn't dump any of them. I've. I've I know. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to really think of like what's really top right now for me and everything is like good in its own little way that's the thing and a lot of these breweries went way out of their comfort zone um in a good way like you know they're kind of like yeah we've never made this before let's try to you know and it's just been some awesome beer well talking about new york beer project it's like this whole process kind of shows hey every brewery can do these kind of beers it's just it kind of opened up the eyes to the geeks to show hey this is what it costs so this is what we have to do this is why we don't do it all the time yeah like, some, some are very expensive to make and i've yeah. learned that through this experience well, like talking talking to carl like brewing that pressure drop he's like dude if we wanted to can what we brewed doing what we did it's 30 dollars a four pack wow you know like and that's just what it is just for a fucking milkshake ipa <laughs> you know what i mean like that's correct yeah i mean yeah wow i didn't know i didn't know that was that high so yeah i mean that's that's rough like, yeah like and it's like it's like honestly and that's why you you don't see these things hitting the market all the time from a lot of these breweries but it's fun to be able to do what they do and, and, I, th- and I think that helps the event in the future where if most of the beers aren't accessible anywhere but here it adds that layer of like you gotta be here you don't want that FOMO because if every beer got released after the festival then what's the point of coming to the festival yeah. you could just go and buy mixed four packs of all the beers at Premier so I do like the idea that a lot of the beers it's awesome that a couple like Hamburg right in front of us and um, Beltline both canned um, I know Froth um, I got a four pack of the Beltline sitting uh, I know there's a couple others that are tapping it next week that's going to be tapping next week yeah. yeah I know a bunch of places Rusty Nickel tapped it this weekend 
I know there's places like Mortellus that yielded one keg. Um, Southern Tier has no extra. Um, yeah, so it's which it's is all pretty awesome. Board. Like I mean, so going down to Southern Tier and going into their space, like the biggest space. I've been <laughs> yeah. I've been to about 300 breweries all over the country, and that was the craziest, biggest production I've ever seen. Like, did they just start making their own cider? Yeah, they, they didn't thing, let like, me post about it. They let me take pictures of the cans and everything, but they said yeah, they just got released. Yeah, just got just yeah, just just this weekend or whatever it was. So I mean now. Like literally, Southern Tier has cider, beer, mixed drinks, and the distillery does have soda. Yeah. Yeah, they took us on a tour of the uh, distillery, like, which was right across. Honestly, the, street. the the hop whiskey, the the two times whiskey is oh, yeah. is it's, awesome, man. It's it's very yeah. Good. I'm very excited to have that at a whiskey riot fest again. Yeah, like that's 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 one of my favorite. Like I'm not a whiskey guy, but like that, like honestly, I'm like, dude, I could fuck with this. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> you know. But I just want to give a shout out to Resurgence because without them, none of this would have happened. They yeah. were the reason I got, I came up with this idea, and now they're the reason that we were able to do it because they gave us their, their space. So Jeff and his whole team have been like insanely re- receptive of this entire thing, and couldn't happen without them. So I had to give them a shout out. Uh, and and Eric Coleman too. Because, oh, oh of course, Eric. I had this idea. That it dude, didn't that work dude's out. mind. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like, Me and him were drinking, and I told him about it, and he was like, "Dude, we can make this happen." And and me and him, te- I mean, me and him have texted nonstop for eight months, making this happen. So much work, and he's put in so many hours for it. And yeah, he's killer. Yeah, he's the man. Cheers, man. Cheers. Thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. Of course, thank you, man. Thank you for being here. No problem. We should buy the We're gonna get Brian Ox on here. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> Hi, Ox. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? Good. So. Tell us what you do and why you're here. Well, I came here for the beer, and then they made me sell stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. Against your will? (laughs) At gunpoint, it was. Stand in the corner and sell your wares. Sell your shit. (laughs) You're a shopkeep now. I have to stand in the corner. He gets to go walk around. I brought Jen. I hope he's he's bringing some beers to you. Yes, actually, I've been having the beer all the time. It's so, tough. I'm trying to find all the fruit and sours. Yeah, that's what she drinks. There's not actually, there's not many here. No, there's not. Which is good because I'm driving. I'll still try it. She's driving my truck, so. Oh, all right. So, how's everything been so far? And <laughs> honestly, so, what is it really? So, how did you actually get into the whole, I guess, woodwork, beer making thing? Really? Started off as a hobby. Uh, Corporate, yeah. Corporate life uh, decided it wasn't for me, and I guess I said that right. So I wound up becoming a full-time job. And now all of a sudden you're just fucking, you're feeding the feeding the beer geeks what oh, they yeah. want. Absolutely. Was, uh, that's something I planned on doing. Actually, somebody asked me about openers. Like, Say, hey, can you make an opener? I'll see why not. It's a piece of wood. Why not? You know? <laughs> and now here we are, selling those openers for, for all the beer geeks out there. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's fun. Definitely beats a computer job. <laughs> so, what have you had so far that, like, you're... Actually, I haven't gotten very far. I'm waiting for intermission here, but I've tried this corner here. So. Obviously, the Mortalis beer is the best. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I helped make it. Bias, the hazelnut, biased opinion. The hazelnut comes out pretty well. It is actually. It is. I'm yeah. sucking hazelnut. I, I will literally surprised. dig a hole for someone or bury a body for something <laughs> with good hazelnut. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, there's been a few surprises though. Southern Tier, the Oreo coconut. That was uh, cocoa Oreo. How do you say it? That was actually surprisingly really good. Um, uh, Josh's beer is always good. West Shore. That's, that's, that's a given. That was good. Uh, so I really haven't made it much farther than that. <laughs> well, we'll come back for round two after the intermission. And get it, get inside. Uh, try the pressure drop. I'm not biased at all. Actually, <coughs> bullshit. <laughs> I was actually just telling her because I heard it's very strawberry. So it is it's very, very low head. It's very glittery, shiny. I wish the, the glitter came out. The glitter? I wish the glitter oh, came out more. Shit. The glitter might come out more out here because it's more light there in there. 
Like, it's there's not as much light, so you can't really see it. It just has that twinkle. <laughs> so it's strawberry of and shiny things. She is it. Hey, Carl's only Carl's only re request was adding glitter, <laughs> and that's what it was. So we're like, you that's know very what? Very Carl. That's a very Carl move. We're gonna fucking do it. <laughs> and then our first meeting, we had Drew Harden show up, and he's like, you know, I'm an expert on adding glitter to glitter to beer. So like, he's like going on to this stuff. You're gonna need about eight pounds <laughs> per ounce. <laughs> we're like, okay. You see those TV shows where like they have a guy and it's like blah 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 expert. You'd be sitting there really like, glitter expert. That's honestly my goal is to be on some random show <laughs> with the card. with the little thing being like, hey. I am Brian Ox, expert. glitter expert. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want is to be on a fucking... You should put that on there just for shits and gigs. <laughs> I'm going to make a new set of cards. It's all going to say is glitter expert. I'm just going to hand it out. Well, go... No explanation. Very small go, on the go, find the, yeah. go find the news, right, and start talking to them. And they'll be like, oh, what's your name? Oh, I'm Brian Ox. I'm a wood expert. <laughs> <laughs> and it's <was just> like... <laughs> All of a sudden, you're watching like the fucking 11 o'clock news or whatever, and it's just like, oh, there I am. Wood expert. Where's your spectrum news? I'm a glitter expert. Yeah, but then they ask me about wood, and I'd be like, uh. Well, you see, there's pine, and then there's everything that's not pine. There's pine. One of them's hard, and one's soft. expensive stuff. Oh, excuse me, sir. So, we're at Buffalo's newest brewery that is opening on Monday. Wait, wait. <laughs> Which Monday we don't know yet. Yeah. It's just gonna open on Monday every Monday. Every Monday. Every, every Monday. Monday. <laughs> they are open. Now, now you literally can't close on a Monday ever. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> but it's President's Day. <laughs> uh, no, Not we're at Bright Smith. No, we, we are open. We are open. So Bright Smith is the wait. We have the stout, right? Fresh brewery out in Williamsville. Stout. Uh, basically, kind of right across from Morpat, over the river. Down the street from Lloyd, and you know, over the river from Creekview. Yes. Through the woods you know. to Bright Smith, we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how's this? Uh, how's this week been, really? We can do it. I mean, it's been it's been fantastic. It's been exhausting. It's been uh, more than we expected, uh, but in a positive way. Uh, great feedback from the community and uh, everybody coming through our doors, and you know, we've just been uh, trying to do our best to keep up with uh, the demand man you know so but it's been great awesome um heard you got some killer wings though we do yeah wing geeks are talking about your wings all right cool oh, i like oh, that i'm not on i'm not on that how's, how's the side sauce action the side sauce our blue cheese has to be some uh, of the best blue cheese baby ever. chokers yeah there it is <laughs> he knows i don't know what that means big old chokers yeah i put it together if, if a baby had some of that side sauce it'd be it'd be done you'd yeah, be, uh, be done cps <laughs> Called on your ass real fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, our wings right now we got a. It's a little bit of a goji jang, uh, Chinese black vinegar, a little soy, fresh ginger, garlic, scallion. Uh, it works. I'm at half mass. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> good talk. I'll stand a little further away. <laughs> so. How, how big is the actual uh, brewery space though? The brewery space uh, is not relatively that big. We're a 10 barrel brew system. Uh, one of the reasons why we have the bright tanks behind the bar is, you know, yes, we like how it looks, but we couldn't fit them in the other room. So we actually pipe the beer underneath the ground and fill those bright tanks. Uh, and once those are filled, then we keg everything else off. Uh, so the building itself, not too large, uh, but again, you know, 10 barrel brew system. But. I would say being as close to the water and everything else is probably fucking pain in the ass to do everything you needed to do with that building. That's why it took a little bit longer and we didn't want to you know damage the original structure as much as possible so you know we got told multiple times that we should probably just tear down the building but then you lose the story you lose the history you know Yes, it was the center of plastic surgery, but before that, from 1916 to 1978, it was a blacksmith shop, uh, which the family that owned that shop has been super excited about all of it. They sent us up all the original artifacts, all the original tools, everything like that. So, you know, the brewery itself, we have the original stone foundation. Uh, we have the original uh, beams in there and everything like that. Uh, so, you know, we wanted to keep as much history as possible. That's awesome. So you guys brewed a golden out with uh, strawberries, white chocolate. Yeah, so Mike here can talk a little bit more on that as he was uh, one of our beer geeks, but uh, it was meant to be something uh, to kind of complement Valentine's Day uh, near this event. So we have uh, 
white chocolate in there. There's vanilla, cocoa nibs. Is this on tap at the brewery too? It's yet? currently on tap at the brewery, yes. Okay. So how, how was the process of brewing with... Uh... It was great. I had to lift all 700 pounds of uh, malt that went into it. Devin, oh, Devin... so they actually made you fucking work. Oh, I volunteered myself. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, leg day. Yeah. I went, I went in and uh, I told Devin, I said, I'll do as much or as little as you want. He said, you're going to do as much as you want. <laughs> so started started the day with 700 pounds of malt in there. Uh, no, it was good. Uh, white chocolate and I think it was just white chocolate in the Whirlpool. Um, everything else went in secondary in the cold side. They got this awesome uh, hot sock that they filtrate through. So basically run it over for 48 hours. They did a coconut, vanilla bean, a little bit of coffee. Just give it a roast uh, from there. And then uh, did strawberry puree uh, after that. And then threw in the bright tank after that. So awesome. it was fun. It was a good, good experience. Well, welcome to the scene. And, Thank you. Uh, I can't wait to check out the space. Yeah. I know you guys are open on a Monday, so I'll have to wait until you guys are open to get there. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Since I talk to Matt Khan at every festival that I go to, I feel like i got to talk to you. Almost everyone. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's up, man? So... How was this whole thing? This this beer is delightful, by the way. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I, I haven't tried it yet. Oh, here, let me get you some. I hate Nelson hops. Really? Hate them. But somehow it works. I wonder if it's the grape juice that's like making them. Nelson hops on their own come across as like super white wine. So how was it? It's uh, pretty good, actually. I mean, like this festival in general, dude. I'm enjoying most of the things that are being brewed. Yeah, I thought it might have been really uh, like shitty and everything was too sweet and over adjuncted. But overall, it's you know. It and then you, well. then you had my beer. What's that? And then you had my beer. I liked your beer too. And I, 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 there wasn't anything I've had today that I thought was like bad. You know, the, the style hey. preferences, but I, I think it's I would well say done. there was some stuff that was like super duper sweet. That was very sweet. Yeah, I had a couple that were very drop that people are going to be pooping out glitter. Yeah, no, pressure drop's going to make everybody poop glitter today. But here's my here's my thing about this is that I think what uh, a festival like today sort of shows that every brewery in the area is capable of doing stuff like this if they want to. Talking talking with Jason over at New York Group Project, exactly what it said. They, they're capable of doing this stuff. But they just don't want to, and I think that's okay. People, people, because the general public doesn't understand how much it costs to do it, and like, it's something where you can have fun doing well, it. I very much so. I very much so. Like we we did it on a pilot system. We made 15 gallons of this beer. Thanks for surgeons for letting us use your pilot system. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Just their kettle. I just borrowed it. It was my mash tun. It was their boil kettle. Thank you, Resurgence. I have multiple... Well, I have lots of love for you. Same. Um, same. But... Oh, also, yeah, for hosting. Yeah, same, yeah, yeah. You know? But they also let me borrow a boil kettle. But, um... The craziest thing about it is, though, is that, like... I tried to explain to a couple of the people that were in my beer geeks group, and I was like, "Yo, if if this is this would be the most expensive beer we ever made," and they're like, "Well, how much would it be?" And I was like, "Oh, it'd be like approximately twenty six ninety nine a four pack." Okay, scale it the same way. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh shit!" And yo, and that was before I. Added more shit. More strawberry and more lactose and more everything to it. I, I don't even still think it's just about cost, too. It's about preference. So, for instance, like, not everybody knows this, but, like, our second best, our best-selling beer tap room steamer, our second best is Leverage. And it's, what? It's Leverage or Golden Ale. Yeah. And it's, it's that way because people come in and they want something simple. So who are you trying to appeal to drives a lot about what you made. And I think that if all of the area brewers wanted a beer to appeal to all the beer geeks, they can make more of this stuff. But we're trying to appeal to a bigger market, and that's okay, too. So, I don't know. I mean, I will say that. I think that's a learning for me. 
I will say this, for a beer geek festival, like, I am really surprised at the demographics of the crowd, right? That's for... It's, it's all age ranges. It's, yeah, it's a very diverse crowd. But not especially... Well, the number one thing is... Yeah, it's... All right, so it's not a bunch of fucking hipsters, like, twisting fucking mustache wax. But the number one thing is, though, is the age ranges are really killing me. Well, not killing me, but, like, I'm surprised by... How diverse Yeah, no, I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, a bunch of, like, 60-year-old beer geeks. And I just never thought... Like, when you think of beer geeks, you think of someone 25 to 35, you know, like, whatever. But I was... I was like, wow. It, yeah. it really blew me away. It really I, did. I, I also don't think that there is like a humongous population of that specific demographic in Buffalo. Beer geek? Yeah, like like in, in that certain age group where you, you're 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 old enough to you're old enough to go like really want like the best beer, but you also have a job and you don't have kids that you can go off and chase beer and wait on lines. There's actually not a lot of that I think in Buffalo. Know what I'm saying? Well, part of me wonders if a festival like this can draw people from out of town here. I know, you know for a fact that it is. Because there are members of the Buffalo Beer Geeks who live in Rochester, right? But I mean, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm talking like, no, hey, you live in Pittsburgh, you want to come here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, they think more like, think, oh, hey, there's this festival going on in Buffalo. Let's fucking go. I, I think one thing that we have all, I don't want to use the word like fail, but we haven't been very successful on yet is marketing what we're capable of in this region outside the region. It's, it's very hard to do, but like Buffalo, but Buffalo's still known for like snow and chicken wings and like four street Super Bowl losses. We're not known for making world class beer yet. But when you go to something like this, you're, you, you find out that like what's being made here is as good as I think you can find but, any anywhere. And the, and the thing that helps us a lot was having Shelton Fest here. Like, you had everybody from around the world come here and be like, you know what? Buffalo actually has something decent going on. Yeah. And, like, like so talking good. to, like, like, talking to some of the people that from around the country that came in for this, they're like, dude, I never realized that you have so much happening here. Yeah. And, like, like I don't know if you guys met the Arizona Wilderness guys, but, like, those dudes are fucking wild as shit. Just, like, being like, dude... Buffalo won't fucking party here all the time. Like they're just like, like, like they they looked at this and they're I'll like, say about Buffalo, man. Like, the all the beer, all the chicken wings, yeah, like, and all the hor- any other horrible vice that you want is available in this town. Like, and we're gonna this do is, all of those things today. Right this after this. Well, this I've already great. done all of them. Really? By the way, don't tell my wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This city is this more is of a fucking Houston sin city than moment. fucking Vegas is, man. What's that? This city's more of a sin city than Vegas is, if you think about it. When, when they announced that the, the festival was coming here, my first thought was, how do we impress people from out of town? They come here and be like, oh shit, they got it going on here. And I, Yo, I, I, I'll I, know, I, I know that a lot of people that came so, here were impressed. Have you I had, said, personally, we didn't do anything, anything different. We're like, dude, listen, this is who we are, this is what we do. Like, yo, you want bright, super hoppy West Coast IPAs, come on in. Yo, you want to try well, that's okay. As long as yeah. it's well done, it's your fun. So, like, I just, I wanted to represent us for who we were. I wasn't trying to, like, fucking, you know, break a leg to, like, do something well, stupid. That's what today is about. Today is all about breaking, breaking a leg to something do something stupid, stupid yeah. So, have you had the Tart Cherry Beautiful River um, since Shelton? I have not. No. We, uh, so JP had a keg of it yesterday at the Cast Festival. I know, he did. I, that's what I gave him. That is pouring fucking awesome. Right is it really? That's like, good. dude, that's... Like, he the he cherry, actually has the last keg of it, so the I, cherry, I, I may not get to try it. <laughs> the cherry mellowed out a little bit. Did it? And, like, everything balances so well that's in good. it. Where it's just like... Well, I'm glad we get to do that then. I was very appreciative because when he invited us to that festival and I'm like, we just have too much going on 
this month, we had a huge amount of tastings going on for Berry Vision launch that we did. Yeah. And then he offered to put something on. I'm like, he wanted something special. But here, I don't know where else they're going to sell us that. So I'm glad that worked out well. So yeah. No, now it, now it, I'm kind of mad I won't get to try it, but I'm glad it worked out well. Hit him, hit him up before, before you leave and be like, yo. Bring me some back. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me a give me a crower or something if you can. That's good. That's good. Yeah, well, no, I mean, again, like the number of things well. we've done in the area recently. Like, but that's Mar Marley Wine Festival, Past Festival, Barrel Age Beer Festival, two different. Spe I mean, like, I, I can't imagine as many we cities have, we have in the area that did this many <laughs> events in the last month, and they're all been up in green. So. Hop Fest is next week. Hop Fest. I then, forgot about Hop. That's what I mean. Then all of a sudden, like what? Um give it two weeks and then we got all the fucking St. Patty's Day bullshit going yep, on and yep. it's just I need a nap dude I don't even it, know it's like, great. yeah but good thank you Matt for doing what you do thank you for doing what you do cheers man yeah. we'll have to get back to the brewery and fucking dick around a little bit yeah that sounds good let me know how are you Brian what'd you brew Apricot Peach Milkshake IPA. Galaxy and Mandarina Bavari Hops. How fresh were these apricots? Um, picked right off the farm. No, right from Mike Winters, but no. Yeah. Um, we press them, process them ourselves and in the whirlpool and um, fermentation and post-fermentation. So. so we tried to do that with Kiwi for the pressure drop thing. And yeah, no. Kiwi didn't have No? <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty ass. So, strawberry came out. That was about it. it tasted good. I, I like it. There is glitter in it, too. Really? Oh, yeah. boy. It so, didn't get that sexy. So, so don't worry. You're going to shoot out some glitter at some point. <laughs> Keep your eye out for it. That's for sure. It's nice. A very subtle. Yeah, I mean, we didn't pour everything post-fermentation. It's the right way, so. Did you have the uh, big ditch yet? I did, it was great. Yeah, very good idea. Yeah, I think the grape juice added with the Nelson was like. It did, yeah, really nice balance. I was impressed, very impressed. Yeah. In my favorite beer of the day, so. I like that. So, how do you feel about this festival in general? I mean, like, honestly, everything here has just been a little bit different enough where it's like. Everything's good in its own little way. You know what I mean? Right. I think every beer, almost all the breweries went outside their comfort zone making different beers. It's great for the brewers. It's great for the community being able to like, get in and have their own input and in what to make. So I think it's a really good blend of unique ideas, um, creative ideas, and pushing the brewers to do something that they're not used to, whether they like it or not. I think really good for um, really good change up for the you know, Buffalo Brewing scene. It's a really unique festival that you know, it's, uh, So everything's kind of winding down on the first session here at Collaboration. It was a good day. We tasted a lot of beers. Tried them. They were good. 10-4. Honestly, I don't know what the best was. It all depends on what your definition of a good beer was. If you were a big fan of the super aggressive pastry stout, we had you. If you were a fan of a sour, we had you. The IPA, we had you. The off-the-wall weird shit that you don't expect to try, we had you. Everybody was here. Everything yeah. was represented. Diamond and Pearls at Big Ditch, baller-ass fucking beer. If you're like me and you got a weird sensation for a hazelnut, Mortalis had you. They were there. Brickyard, Brickyard Death and Glory, great beer. Oh my God, that was breakfast in a glass. I felt like I was just served a heaping pile of French toast, and I was there, I was feeling it. If you want to eat glitter, Pressure Drop killed it with the liquid Lohan. In the mix, fucking strawberry chocolate mud. Strawberry, strawberry, say it right, strawberries. If you like strawberries and chocolate, if you're a big fan of Valentine's Day, it was there. They were there. Yeah. So, Buffalo kind of killed it with this festival, I feel. We did a great job. The beer geeks, the beer geeks stepped it up and uh, called the bluff on a lot of these breweries. 
and these breweries did what we know they can do. And hand delivered, yeah. hand delivered. I mean, we understand that these beers can't be produced all the time, but it's what it is. The little flashes in the pan of the, the fucking awesomeness that they made today. Everybody brought it. Nobody dialed it in. There was no phone-in calls here. This was legit effort. They tried. So, thank you to Coleman. Thank you to Jaeger. Thank you to whoever else put this shit on. Um, I know. Beer geeks are beer geeks. They're going to like what they like. You know. I saw a lot of fucking smiles today, a lot of happy faces. Nobody was like, ugh, this sucks. Nobody punched anybody in the dick. Yeah, not at all. There were no dick punches. So. I feel this episode has a lot less dick comments, Brian. Well, I had to throw that dick punch in there. Because we talk about dicks way too much. Dixon Coxon, Dixon Coxon, Dixon Coxon. <laughs> Go find us on Facebook and Twitter at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast, and go hit up hoppedupnetwork.com and bigheadsmedia.com to check out all our friends. So, yeah, drink some fucking weird ass beer, talk about dicks. If Dude, you weren't here, it. you better come next year because you've done fucked up by not being here. There's still a couple spots open for the second session. But you're not going to hear that until it's too late. So. Unless you got a DeLorean, by all means, activate that shit. Flux capacitor, baby. And on that note. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.